Hey, my friends. Welcome to another edition of Heart and Hustle. Visionary healers, movers, and shakers. Woo! I am your tribal hostess. I am Paulette Rees-Denis. Movement, momentum, and magic are the values that I hold close to my heart in my coaching, in my teaching, in all that I bring to the world. I also run a global dance company, Gypsy Caravan Tribal Belly Dance. Some of you know that, some of you don't. So welcome to another edition of Heart and Hustle. I'm so glad you're here to join us today. And I have a just a yummy goddess dancing queen <laughs> with me today. She is someone who's been in my life for mm, 10? Yeah. Somewhere, somewhere, somewhere around between eight and 10. <laughs> yeah. um, and we met through Tribal Belly Dance. Mm -hmm. And then she started studying with me and has now grown into the most amazing dancer and uh, master teacher <laughs> and part of the Gypsy Caravan Dance Company. Uh, and she runs her own dance business as well as works full time. And oh my God, I can go <laughs> on and on and on. And Angela Nalen Wimmer otherwise known to me as Angie. <laughs> and welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for being a part of Heart and Hustle today. Thank you for having me. I'm very honored. We are toasting with a glass of wine because it's in the evening now as we are recording this. <laughs> mm. Because we do like to sip our wine together, don't we, Angie? <laughs> wine is good. Wine is good. <laughs> and so anyway, welcome. And so... Can you share a little bit about yourself with our viewers? Okay. Um, I am a New England native that got transplanted to the Midwest um, when I was young. And I grew up pretty much loving the arts, but it was always kind of on the side until I went into um, uh, the university. And then I studied art and dance. Um, but I was also a... Uh, soon to be a single mother and needed another job to make sure I could take care of myself and my daughter. So I went into nursing because I figured nursing, I can move around, um, around wherever I wanted to go to pursue art and dance and still be able to take care of my daughter. And um, that's exactly what I did. I ended up coming back out to New England and um, started belly dancing in around, uh, around 2000 and discovered tribal around 2002 um, and studied um, you via video and <laughs> DVD for quite a long time. DVDs, oh my God. I know, I know. Actually, I think I have you on VHS. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, I've been around a long time. <laughs> but I really fell in love with the philosophy that you've built with Gypsy Caravan and how it's feminine focused and a positive body image and how we connect together as women and share that power with each other. Mm. And uh, I, I just really, as soon as I found it, fell deeply in love with it and um, I tried to do as much as I could um, while working and and um, I had been remarried and having two new daughters on top of my own. So it was, it was a little hard to go full-fledged into dance. Yeah. 
I know, until the kids grew up and they moved out, and then I could dive in fully. <laughs> so, and you have. <laughs> I have. Yes, I have. <laughs> you are amazing. Um, so, what is it? So, you know, you talk about body image and what what keeps you in the dance what motivates you what what inspires you mm. i love the way it makes me feel um dance to me is a form of sacred movement mm. and it um every every time that i go through a period of change in my life every time i find happiness every time i find sorrow every time i find myself again i'm doing it through dance mm. and it's a very it's always been there i've danced for as long as i can remember um and i i, I think if you took breathing away that would be easier than taking away <laughs> <laughs> wow. <Whoa. laughs> uh, so um then we begin the day of the dead dance right <laughs> <laughs> yeah i you know i've um i've had moments where I haven't been able to dance and I've felt, you know, it was there in me waiting to come back out again. And, but it's, it's never been far, far away. And that joy and that passion that I have, because it just, I feel good. I feel good about my body when I dance. I feel, I love the way it moves. I love the way it stretches. I love the way it connects to the music and connects with myself. And that's what's made me kind of want to share it with other with other people too. So and, and you've become a well known teacher, and now you're mm -hmm. a caravan master teacher. Yes. So exciting! It's so exciting. <laughs> you're you're part of my tribe, and you have your own tribe, and you just ran the uh, tribal quest summit. Yes, this past yeah. um, spring. Yep, yeah, May. Hey, woof. I know. <laughs> and so, and so as a businesswoman, how is that working for you? How is doing these side things as well as your full-time nursing job mm -hmm. and having a relationship? It's full-time, both, both ends of it is, is full-time. Um, and it's taking um, some time to learn how to adjust that and also to schedule it so that it works out um my my nursing job can't overlap on dance and my dance can't really overlap on nursing but a lot of times they share the same day <laughs> yeah so yeah so like like today <laughs> so literally i'll come home from work and I'm, I've been nursing long enough now that I'm no longer on the floor. I, I do um, a navigator position. So I'm, I'm working in a clinic, working set hours. So I don't have to do the long shifts and the weird schedules. So I can actually schedule in my dance classes. And they're, they, they stay the same. So they haven't had to move around. And I think that's been easy, easier to keep that straight. So do you feel like, um, I know you said you kind of went after nursing to help support you as a single mother. Yeah. And, and you've been doing it for how many years now? 25. 25. And do you, do you have a passion for it? Do you feel 
I um, do. I do. Um, I, you know, when I was looking back at that point in time, being a, uh, you know, a young mother and looking at how I was going to take care of myself and my daughter and still pursue um, all the things I wanted to do in my life, I, I had to make a decision, you know, do I just, you know, give up the art, give up the dance, give up everything and go into business, go into some type of full-time job that I couldn't move around a lot or do something that I could be mobile with. And um, nursing was really one of the things that kind of opened up to me. I, I fought it for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had a friend of mine who, who said, why don't you come here, work at this spot and um, in a burn trauma center. And I, I fought it for months and then finally agreed to go in and, and did it as a, as a technician, as a burn tech. And I fell in love with it immediately. Um, I fell in love with the being able to help people and be part of the healing process. Right. And, and that's how I see you. I mean, you were such a open-hearted, loving goddess, but you're a healer. And I think even being a dancer is healing. Yes. And then being a dance teacher is also a form of healing. I mean, Mm -hmm. the dance dance is such a therapeutic. Yes, yeah. Or it can be for those who need it to be, right? Mm Mm-hmm, yes, yeah. And you're so beautiful at that, and you're so grounded, uh, with so much knowledge, uh, and people, she's taken care of me in the past. (laughs) In some days when I've needed some pretty serious healing, (laughs) Uh, because we all do, we all need, we all need assistance. We all need help sometime. Uh, but I just love that you've really grown into, and I'm sure it hasn't been easy growing into the balance. Yeah. of your creative self and your business self and your, your, I mean, all, all the parts of Angie. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> There's a lot of parts of Angie. There's a lot of parts of all of us. Um, Multifaceted. <laughs> I love, I also love that you're very um, spiritually connected. Yes. And uh, you, uh, we've worked together on, on, so many different levels as teacher and student and coach and client and uh, mentor and mentee, mentee, is that a word? (laughs) And friend and friend Mm -hmm. and sisters. I mean, we're also sisters. Um, And I forgot what I was going to ask. Bam. (laughs) Got excited about saying what our relationship is. (laughs) Um, Okay, it's going to come back to me here in a minute. I don't know. Do you know what I was going to say? Oh, we were talking about your, the different aspects of you. Yeah. And uh, you're connected with spirit. You're mm-hmm. connected with the goddess, with the divine self. Uh, you run circles of women. Yes. So do you want to talk about that at all? Um, yeah. Um... I do practice a woman's spirituality, um, feminine-focused, spiritual, shamanistic um, type of religion. Um, I'm Wiccan, Mm -hmm. and I do work with a Wiccan group. Mm -hmm. Um, I am also a high priestess. 
So of course you are. (laughs) (laughs) And that's just because our, our group has that incorporated into our study. So, um, and that took study, right? That took, that that took study that, that took many, many years, um, to do, but it's, it's also, it's very much connected with my, the way I look at the world anyways. So it just made sense to follow along that path. And it's also a healer's path and it's a creative path. So they're all kind of interwoven together with each other. Um, and they all kind of feed each other in, in some way, shape or form. So. That's so powerful. So powerful. My, if, if you hear, if you hear my cat, I hear her. Here she comes. She's saying, um, aren't you supposed to feed me now? <laughs> uh, I will feed you in a little bit. Okay, honey, bye. My pretty princess. Yes. Princess. We already fed Cyrus, so. Yeah, let's see. I may as well show you all my little girl. Oh, there she is. My princess. She's so pretty. Yeah, she's, she's like, okay, food. <laughs> <laughs> now you're going to snag my shirt. Here we go. Okay. You want to get up there? All right. So, so how do you see, how do you bring balance to yourself? What do you do every day to stay grounded, to stay balanced with all these different facets of your creativity? I mean, because, because I also know that you're a weaver. Yes. A visual artist. Mm -hmm. You're a crazy woman. (laughs) it hasn't been easy. Um, it's very easy to get lost in the day to day, everything. And nursing takes a tremendous amount of energy. I'm sure. And you are, um, you're always doing stuff for other people that you tend to buy the, time the end of the day is over with you realize you haven't gone to the bathroom you haven't eaten your 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 lunch um it's still sitting at your desk um, you know and then and you've you've maybe picked up extra time you've stayed late because your patients need you to so coming home and having to turn off that nursing switch and flip into okay i'm a dance teacher now is um was it took me some time to learn how to do that. Um, but it's also something that I felt very strongly I needed to do in order to stay sane, in order to say, to stay happy in my own life that I made the conscious decision right in the beginning that I was not going to give up my passion for my job. And even though my job has a passion to it it is not the sole passion of my life so um i actually do things now like i take the train into work so i it's it's a 45 minute commute by commuter rail and that's i do my morning pages Mm, so i I know i know and that's 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 because of you (laughs) i was never good at that but now i have i i have it timed from the moment I get on the train to the first stop is three pages. And then I shut it down. Wow. Put the music on and I go to sleep. 
until I get to work. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> it's like that, it's, that, that is scheduled in, you're all. It is scheduled in. Sometimes I go over a little bit, but mostly it's about that's how long it takes me to get through three pages is that amount of time. Um, and that really has opened up a whole avenue of thought for myself. Sometimes I just write. Sometimes I just have something I just have to get off my chest in order to set my day right. Um, sometimes I'll just sketch. I'll bring colored pencils with me and I'll sketch instead of writing. Or sometimes I'll do some poetry or something. Um, and then I kind of shut it down and kind of go like a, in just kind of a meditative, I'm just going to be present in my music. I may just, if I need, if I had a short night, I may need a little extra sleep. And then when I get to work, I'm fine. I can be a nurse. And then when I go home, I have that 45 minute commute on the way back. Right. And that's, and that's my time to read. I might journal a little bit more. Um, that train tends to be a little bit more packed, so it's harder to do things. So I tend to do more reading. I'll have some video on my iPad and I'll watch that. Mm -hmm. And then when I get home, all of that is kind of like away. So even if, I mean, that's kind of my step away time and it's, it's scheduled into my day because that's how I get back and forth to work, but it's a nice way to turn around and turn off the day. So imagine if I didn't have that, I would still have to take that time. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you drove, if I drove, I'd have to do like, put like an audible book on or something like that. And something just to delineate between this part, this part and this part of my day. And, and for a lot of, a lot of our viewers out there, you know, the East coast is really good about that kind of public train transportation. Mm -hmm from New York to Boston and yeah. so you're really fortunate that way that you have that. Yeah. yeah. You've been able to use it to your advantage like that mm -hmm. instead of just like moping around on the train. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's been those days too, but yeah, yeah, there has been. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, on my, on my days off, I have, a room which is designated, which is mine. I have an altar that's in that room. It's a personal altar that I work with. I sit down, I light some incense, I'll journal for a little bit, and then I'll start working on what I need to be working on. Nice, nice. And I know that you do some yoga, mm -hmm. uh, which is also great. Any, what else do you do for self-care, anything? Um, yoga is a big one for me. It's a, a way to cross train a little bit and get some of the overused muscles from dance, um, working them differently. Because if you do the same thing over and over and over again, eventually you cause some injury. Yeah. <laughs> I know about that. Yeah. It's also very necessary for nursing too, because you're on your feet and you lift. And so you have to do something to keep your body up. Um, my husband and I have um, uh, a weekly date that we do. That's definitely a self-care. Um, we go out and then we have we have like a weekly dinner date and then we also have a weekly activity date So we'll go like we'll go bike riding or we'll go antiquing or we'll do something which is just us and that's oh, also that. Yeah, that's that's very much a self-care item, too um, Other things that I do uh, I make sure I eat right You know, I eat 
good food that's not junk that's gonna feed my body and feed my soul feed my soul <laughs> yay yay so i do have to admit i did have some cheetos today because you know cheetos. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> well cheetos are good you know yeah, young, i get that i get that but yeah but that's so important and especially because well i mean because we're human yeah but but also because our in our case especially our bodies are our tools yeah yeah, so you, you have to take care of them. You have to take care of your temple. And everybody, you know, yeah. your body is your temple. Whether you're mm -hmm. a dancer, you know, or a nurse, or um, an accountant, or whatever, your body is still the thing that you have. Mm -hmm. and you, you only get one. <laughs> have reverence for that body, especially mm -hmm. as it starts to grow older. <laughs> yep. Oh, it's so good. So good. Let's see. So what else? What else? What do you What do you see for yourself? Um, wow. I'm really loving the last how my life is kind of fine tuned and focused over the past couple years. My dance business is is taken off to the point where it is self supporting now and actually brings in a profit, which is good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's very good. That so, is so, very important. It is. It is. Um, it's, it's legitimate now. <laughs> <laughs> I have taxes I have to pay. <laughs> um, but that's, that makes me feel really good because it's something that I've wanted to do all my life is have be a professional artist, professional dancer. So that's, that's a real thing in my life now. And, um, and, and don't you think, let's just talk about that for a minute, because I do see a lot of women, and I say women because that's predominantly who I work with, um, who they say, uh, oh, I don't care if I make money on this. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a hobby or it's okay. I've trained to be a teacher, but if I don't make money, it's okay. And it's like, well, now wait a minute. Yeah, no, you can't do I, it for long then. <laughs> I, I mean, there, there I, I, I kind of get the hobby thing. You know, we all, I mean, I, I read a lot. That's my hobby, but I'm not going to make money on it. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Wow. I can make money off our reading books. But, um, I think it's really important for women to own their power. Mm-hmm right? To own the work that they do, to stand up and go, hey, I trained for this, I studied, I put in hours and my own money and my own passion and love and whatever into making this dream come true. And in your case, you know, to be a certified teacher, to be a master teacher, you, you spend a lot of money and time and travel Mm -hmm. uh, becoming the dancer and the teacher and the leader that you are now. So why would you not want to earn, earn back, um, make money, um, uh, allow the flow of prosperity? Yeah, exactly. I, I don't, I, I've seen that a lot too. And for women who are going into dance or the arts for hobby, that's great. But if you are spending the amount of time where you are putting that much study and that much effort and you're turning around and then working back and sharing that 
with other people or teaching other people what it is that you've known, well, then you've, you've become an expert and you should get compensated for right. that. And you should look at it as a business because it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it feels Even really in your case, it's a side business as opposed to your full time. I mean, it is full time in some ways, but um, I mean, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people in the arts can't do it full time either. A lot of people have to have another side job to come with it. Um, so that's very common. And I work with a lot of women in this, in my area right now that are, are branching into teaching and they're like, you know, they're, they're worried about charging people or they're worried about, um, you know, how much a workshop they would charge for a workshop or, um, but you, in order to make this dance form a legitimate mm-hmm. artistic statement within the arts community, yes. you have to professionalize it. Thank you for that. Oh my God. That's <laughs> so important. That's so it important. Is. Because the women who don't, who, who undercut, who compete, mm-hmm. who, who say, well, I'm just going to charge a couple bucks and whatever. I mean, I've seen this so many times. And then there's the woman who's put her heart, soul, life, everything into it. Uh, I mean, there's definitely, oh God, I mean, this is a whole nother... this is a this is a huge conversation uh and i don't want to go there right now but um you know to value yourself and to value each other Mm -hmm. and to value who is beside you in your community right um it's so important and to say oh it doesn't matter or i don't need to make money or i'm going to try to undercut her or uh, oh, I mean, I've seen so many stories. Yeah, and it's 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 one within the dance community and very much within the belly dance community, where um, and some in some of the other forms too. But if you know, if we were uh, part of a ballet company, and we were a, or a professional modern dance company, and we were touring with like Alvin Alley or something like that, we'd be getting paid. Mm-hmm. You know, we would be showing up to work, doing the work that we need to do to be a professional dancer. We'd be getting paid to do that. So how is that any different from being a a tribal belly dance teacher? It's, it's not, you, you still, it's still a business. It's still, it's still a source of income and revenue. And it is still your work that you're giving back to students so yeah, you, you do get compensated for it. Uh, otherwise it is just, it's, it's not, it's not a legitimate, um, yeah. profession. Whew. We could write a book on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also the thing too, um, you know, we see, I have a lot of students that that perform in like student shows and they're performing for free. And um, there's a monthly one that, that I donate my time to also. Um, I don't get paid for that one, but it's part of a community building thing that I do with another teacher in this area. 
I think that's very important that we do that because that's for our students to grow and to learn different skills and to see us. Right, and how beautiful community building. I mean, that's a yeah. whole nother, that's a whole nother aspect of giving back. Exactly. Yeah. Um, our, our community is a very small, it's a small, closely knit community with the same people circling the same groups of teachers. Mm -hmm. So you, you have to build that community. And, and every once in a while, you have to do something like that in belly dance where you, you know, join up with somebody else and you may do something as a, like a student show to help bring some, in, you know, to bring some inspiration, also to bring some students to you, to your classes mm -hmm. too, because they see um, or, or to do a fundraiser and to donate your time for a fundraiser oh, or beautiful. Yeah. And we yeah. do that a lot. I mean, that happens yeah. a lot. Uh, and there's definitely a fine line or maybe not so much a fine line between student performances and professional performances. And again, that's a whole nother book. For you. Well, yeah, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother thing. Um, but yeah, but if, if you're showing up to the show and the photographer is getting paid, the videographer is getting paid, the band is getting paid and you're not, there's something you need to look at and do for, yeah. you know, you need to do something about that as an artist. Yeah. And the dance world is just such a labyrinth of yes. many aspects. Uh, but we are here to stand up as women, and that's part mm -hmm. of what I'm talking about. I'm standing, I'm talking about standing up as leaders, and you are a leader in your community, um, and that is so powerful and so beautiful. And to truly stand up for what your heart says and what you believe in, mm -hmm. and knowing you, you know you're not, you're a no shit kind of girl. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I love that about you. Uh, and I think that's really important um, to truly, to truly listen to yourself. And you, you are a really connected woman, I, again, on all those levels. And because of the things that you do for yourself and the way that you're connected with yourself and with spirit and with source and with the earth and with your work and with your passion and with your heart. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> any, any, uh, last words to other women who might want to follow in your shoes or mm. undertake dance as a business or the balance of both. Yeah. Don't second guess yourself. Mm. If that's something that you really want to do, take the time to pursue it. You may have to put a little bit out to get it going, but it does give back to you in the end and go for quality. Mm. You know, if you want to study a certain type of technique, go to the source, learn, learn that source and then become an expert in that. Mm. You know, um, you may do some dabbling when you first get started, you know, like what, you know, where do I want to go? But once you find it and you find that niche, buckle down, do the work mm -hmm. and then don't, don't self doubt yourself. Um, it's very easy to do <laughs> to have those moments where you're going like, I don't know if this is ever going to work, but just, just stick with it and just keep doing it. And it will. That's awesome. It's really about what you want to do in the world and what you ask for and what you want to put yourself out for mm -hmm. and spending the time, spending the money, mm -hmm. uh, 
uh, and honoring yourself in following your dreams. Yeah. Yeah. You're a great, you're a great uh, example of that for continuing and mm -hmm. never stopping and never settling. No, always, always improving. Yeah. <laughs> always learning, always growing. Right. Oh, God, that's so good. Cause life is so good. <laughs> There's more to learn. It's more so learn. full of so much goodness. Mm -hmm. um, well, thank you, Angie, for spending the time with me today to do this uh, heart and hustle. Thank you for having me. I'm very, very honored. And I'm honored as well. And thank you, my friends, for viewing another edition of Heart and Hustle, Visionary Healers, Movers, and Shakers. Please leave your comments. I'll put Angie's um, data down below uh, so that you can connect with her. And if you have questions or thoughts or ideas or comments, we'd love to hear them. I thank you for being here. I am Paulette Reese to me, your tribal hostess. And you have a most fantastic week. Thanks again for being here. I love you. Mwah.